Hello and welcome to Beers Without Frontiers, episode two. Um, I am joined once again today by Neil. Hello. And Charles. Hello. And um, basically thanks to anybody that's uh, listened to the previous episodes. Um, subscribe to us so that uh, you get the latest one as soon as it drops. Um, and also you can follow us on Twitter at beers underscore frontiers to uh, keep up to date with what's going on. And um, what are we drinking now, guys? We are on local brewery. Wraps in Simcoe. Simcoe. Twisted Barrel. Banging. Yep. Cool can design. Again, keeping the theme of like, the... Uh, what is that? An owl? I don't know. It's a um, green kind of background with It has wings, it. doesn't it? It when has wings. It. it has wings. It's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It has wings, but it ain't Red Bull. In the glass, we've got, well, haze for days or murk for months? Uh, well, I've got murk. Yeah, we, got we've got sort of differing colour levels, levels of depending haze. on the uh, where the uh, the pour was from what part of the can. It's pretty hazy though. Let's give it a try. Cheers. It smells incredible, mm. by the way. Cheers. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. That is really good. I think um, I think with the latest wrapped in series, this oh. is the third in the series, isn't it? Um, so what have we had? What have we had so third? far? Is citra. That's m- yeah, Citra um, Mosaic. No, it's the second, isn't it? It's Citra Simcoe Mosaic. Citra was the first one in the, blue, first one. In the blue wrap. Yep. And then we had Mosaic, possibly? Yeah, we had Mosaic. The second. And then we got this one wrapped in Simcoe. Um, makes sense, because Simcoe is kind of, obviously, the same kind of relative hop to Mosaic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, juicy. Juicy banger. Oh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> Absolutely gorgeous. It's think... got a nice, like, um, bitterness at the back end, actually, which is how really kind of a little bit different... A lot of these napers, as they call them, are real fruity, you know, low bitterness beers. But this has got a little bit of a, it's a got bite a bit of bitterness the there, which, yeah, which I think is welcome. It's good, nice there. Yeah, a great good length on it as well, actually. Mm-hmm. The taste. Mm-hmm. The mouthfeel. Well, it's quite thick, thick sort of mouthfeel. It's, it's got a really thick mouthfeel to it, which for 6% is, is sort of, it feels more viscous than it should do at that percentage. And mm-hmm. I really yeah. like that about it. It makes it feel sort of like uh, you've got juice with the kind of. The pith in it, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. It's, it's that kind of thing. It's, it's sad to say that even though it's six percent, it, it for me it tastes or it feels like it's yeah. a lot less. It's dangerously it? drinkable, very mm. drinkable, really ru- ruinously drinkable. Yeah, um, it's um. So this is like um. So they're going to keep on with the series, you reckon, for a bit? I've heard rumours. Yeah, there will be continuations of of just like series with with different hops, basically. Yeah, just single hop varieties. Yeah. And, that's good. Um, well, there are so many hops to try, aren't there? Yeah. Indeed. Work your way through them, lads. Work um, your way through. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely. Um, I just think they've shifted up a gear with this range. I um, actually like to see the wrapped in range become permanent. Core beer. But, yeah, definitely. A, a core beer. That, well, don't you think it is the core range at the moment? Um, core offering, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Has it been on draft yet? Anyway? Well, you were up there last week. Was it on when you were there? Actually, was you're right. Yes, it was. I suppose because they've got they've got Nido. Is it Nido? Nido. Nido yeah. is their core New England IPA. That's true. Yes. Yeah. So perhaps this is just a I don't know, just an ever evolving series. I think I think so. Yeah. It's you know. like their V series. <laughs> yeah. Coventry's version of the V series. Well, it yeah. does remind me of that because I think yeah. they're they're up there. The quality of the beer is as good as right. Those. Yeah, I it's think they really are. Well they're, they're, they're hitting it out of the park now. They're up there with the big boys with your Cloudwaters and um, Northern Monks with with this 
particular series, I think. Well, I, I remember rating the Raptor Citra 5 out of 5 on Untapped, just thinking this is astonishing. And this is just as bloody good. It's really, yeah. really good. It's right up there. It's really good. Yeah. It's just enough dankness to keep you, keep you the dank heads interested. Yep. But you've got enough fruit there as well. That's what I mean. It's, it's that it's kind of, it's balanced t- quality. It, it, it's balanced, yeah. It's ticking all the boxes, isn't it? Mm. It's, it's got the viscosity and the mouthfeel and the all of that aspect of it as well. It's, um, it's so goddamn you, drinkable. There's hardly anything left in Neil's glass. There's yeah. There's a little I mean, bit left in mine. There's, there's, there's not too many breweries <laughs> around here producing beers like this. No. This, this is, you know... Right up there. Top it, drum, it is, top yeah. And on our doorstep as well. Yeah, which is great. Exactly. Yes, Fargo Village, Coventry, great tap room. Get across. I'm sure if we you talked can. about it before, but yeah, it's it's a great place to spend a, an afternoon slash evening. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Slash wake up the next day. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, oh, cool. cracking, banging. It's good um, start. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Shall you open? Shall you open the second can though, or do you want to? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep yeah. that for myself. But we've had a bit of a shuffle round with our beer selection today. We were going to throw in a couple of different ones, but we've, we've settled on a pretty pretty good lineup, I think, tonight. So, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good start. That's yeah. a damn good start. So, so that's, um, we'll come back to that in a minute. But in the meantime, um, what have we been up to beer-wise over the last few weeks since we last recorded? Um, well, Simon, I think you've had a pretty, well, and Vicky, you've had a really good, good weekend the other weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, we went to Beer Torrent in Leamington, who I think we mentioned before, but basically they're a little shop down the bottom end of, of Leamington that um, allows you to use their kit to brew on. So for, for anyone down in London or whatever, the equivalent there is Ubrew, which yeah. is quite quite widely known. Um, this is, for the most part, they've got a lot of, um, any home brewers may be aware of, of the kit called Grainfather, which is an all-in-one sort of kit um they they actually sell their own branded version of a grandfather there uh, so oh, you know if you if you want to if you want to buy one they're the people to go to um, um but yeah you you can use their their kit so um yeah went down there and uh, brewed a belgian dunkel style beer interesting which, uh, yeah currently fermenting um i think we're going in on Thursday, I think, to, to bottle it, and um, I'm sure we will probably be uh, trying the results on um, on a future show. I hope. Was some, it was it twenty? How many liters did you get in the end? Uh, I think thirty. Oh, pretty good, yeah. pretty good yield then. Yeah, yeah. So you got um, quite a few bottles to yeah. share about. Sh- oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share the love. Yeah. Get the, photo, the, get the photos up on Twitter. Well. And the name yeah. of the beer? Ah, uh, we're going with Slam Dunkle. Yeah. So uh, that yeah, works. Got to be done. Got to be done. So yeah, so that's that's all to come. Um, what made you choose that style, by the way? What was the thinking behind it? Um, well, basically, if you go into the shop, they have a few beers they've already brewed that you can go in there and try anyway. And so while we went in to have in a chat with them, rather than on keg or bottles, on keg they got oh, a kegerator okay. in there with okay. about three beers on tap. Cool. Um, so whilst we were going in to just chat about going in a few weeks later to brew, they said, "Well, here, have a have a try of this," and I tried it, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's, that's really good." That's the one for you. Quite like, quite like to, to brew that. So. Mm. Um, so that's what we did. So um, it's an interesting little place. Um, yeah. Do they have um, lots of different recipes you can choose, where you can pick and choose? Absolutely. You can either take your own recipe in. I mean, they've got loads of ways that you can go in there. You, you can either go in as, a, as an all-in-one cost and they provide all the ingredients. and you, or you can, day. Or you could bring your own in. And... Or you can bring your own in. Or you can have a monthly subscription. 
um, nice and, and just go in once a month, brew once. Well, you can go, you can brew as many times yeah, as you like yeah, in a month. That's all that, yeah. So you know, there's there's a lot of different ways of, of using their kit, uh, and and you know the, the guys are super knowledgeable. Um, there's a guy called Ray that, that took us through the brew day, and, and um, David as well. Yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's the owner. Yeah, and they they they're super knowledgeable. Um, so it was, it was a great experience. It really sort of gave an insight into into brewing and, and sort of once you've kind of just done that, even though we were kind of probably not doing a lot of the work, but just being shown the brewing process, it really kind of unlocks some of the mysteries as to how you put a beer together. Had you done it before? No. Right. Never brewed before. So it's interesting that you chose that style as well as, as a first brew. Like didn't just go down the line of a typical pale ale, American hops. No, I do like Belgian beers, and, and this one is a recipe that they've come up with themselves. Obviously, you take your own recipe in, but they, they've got a few of their own stock recipes. This is one that they'd tweaked themselves. It was originally brewed to be a much higher ABV, like a lot of Belgian beers, but they basically tweaked it, and it comes out about 45 4.6, something like that. So that's that. what yours is going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. so that's it's cool. almost like a sessionable sort of uh, Belgian yeast dunkel. So um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. So I'm uh, that cool. Yeah, indeed. So <laughs> great place to check out. And also, as I think we may have mentioned before on a previous uh, podcast, they are looking at opening a little bar in Leamington under one of the railway arches um, uh, near the station. So uh, hopefully that should be opening up in the next few weeks or whatever. So definitely so that, soon, a few weeks. Wow. Yeah, yeah, should be in a few weeks' time. Yeah. So they will be selling the beers that they're brewing themselves on site. They're basically stockpiling some some of their own brews, and uh, they may be having a couple of twisted barrel beers on there as well. Oh, excellent! So uh, that's definitely one to watch out for. And as soon as we know any more, we'll probably talk about it in a future show. Cool. Um, cool. So yeah, that's nice that's one. beer torrent. Definitely worth checking out. Um, nice one. So yeah, now Neil, you you were also a bit close to home in as much as you went to the recent Warwick Beer Festival. Lord Leicester. That's right. The Lord Leicester. All all of what? Two minutes. Yeah, no, not even that. It's literally the next street next next to my house where we're recording from now, and it's one of the oldest places in Warwick. Actually, some like the 16th century building, the old hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, the Court Leet uh, did their winter beer festival here. There were 22 beers. And a bunch of ciders, uh, quite a similar lineup to what they usually do at Warwick Racecourse for their uh, summer festival, oh. which will be on again this year. Uh, it's a beautiful building, a fantastic place. Yeah, it looks really nice on the outside. Yeah. It's sort of next to Westgate, isn't it? It is, yeah. For, for people that, that may know Warwick, um, it's quite obviously a tourist hotspot, isn't it? There, definitely for good reason, because yeah, like you say, it's, it's a nice place. And I've got, so, some, I've got some discount vouchers as well if anyone wants them to, uh, <laughs> to go along and, and have a good walk around. The beer highlights from that day? But it's, it's very traditional beers. There's no craft there. Was there uh, any dark beers? There, be. there were. And yeah. to be honest, they were actually the best ones of the bunch. So I'd had probably Lovely. half of them before. Um, but you're looking at breweries. There were Backyard, Abbeydale, Burton Bridge, Dark Star. Okay. Uh, there was a Salopian as well. Uh, local ones, there were Dylan's. And Byatt's from Coventry. Oh, yeah. And actually, those were the best ones for me. So there was yeah. a... Dylan's had a red IPA, 6.2%. And they was had that like their a, elephant wash? No. No, no, no. no that's, it's uh, actually called uh, red IPA, I think. Ah, right, OK. Uh, and they had a, like an amber ale as well. I forget the name of it, but that was 4.8. But th- those were particularly good. Um, again, quite very drinkable. Even, yeah. the, even, even the red IPA, 6.2, was superbly drinkable. But the standout for me was the Playtime Chocolate Milk Stout from Byatt's. Nice. Um, which was again just just smooth, creamy, lovely milk chocolate stout. 
Uh, fantastic drink. Um, yeah, that was on recently at um, our local micro pub. Actually, the um, the old post office had uh, playtime on. I think uh, a couple of weeks ago. So uh, yeah. yeah, but it was it was also it was packed. So we got there yeah. opened at four p.m. on the Friday. We got there at five, and then by six it was absolutely packed out. Uh, and I believe on Saturday they did really well as well. So, wow. so, so, so which which kind of follows the trend of, of the summer one, which is always yeah. pretty packed out, isn't it, as well, at the race course? So, um, so yeah, for, for people liking the more traditional style of beer, then it's, it's definitely one to, to check out. I mean, I'm guessing that because this sounded like it was a big success, they will be doing this again next year, I would imagine. I would hope uh, so, yeah. 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 So, uh, good stuff, good stuff. Um, so yeah, Charles, I believe you sort of had a trip down to London. Yeah, it's been it's been quite a busy, busy, beery couple of weeks actually. Um, went to went down to Tottenham Hale with a few friends from obviously local beer drinking, and we went to the sixth Beaver Town birthday bash. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called Six Degrees of Beaveration. So we got the train down obviously from 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 Leamington and got got to Beaver Town. Yeah, opening time two o'clock, and they had six collaborating breweries. So it was, I think it was Daya, uh, Land and Labour, Boundary, Pilot, uh, Cloudwater were there, and Elusive, I think, was the, was the sixth. Yeah. Um, fantastic organised day, great beer selection. Um, a couple of things that didn't go well were the they had a, the toilets went out of order. Oh the one thing you don't <laughs> want to happen. Yeah, yeah, don't want that. Well, Consumption of liquids does kind of lead to lead to that. Uh, that was a bit of a bit of a concern, and one of the food trucks didn't turn up. Ooh, which was a bit of a killer. But there was still some food there, though. Yeah, there was still some food. There was yeah. still some food. Um, but um, as a whole, the day went really well. Beers are amazing. I mean, a couple of highlights were the, I mean, typically the Fuss Beers, Cloudwater and, and Beaver Town. And thank you for bringing those back as well. Was it you? The I, I mulled yeah. a couple back yeah. up on the up on the, up the train from Marlebone. <laughs> Tried a few um, last week. My God. But one of them was the <laughs> IPL, Indie Pale Lager yeah. by Cloudwater and Beaver Town, which is called Goodnight Future Boy, which I think, is that a Back to the Future reference? I might be wrong, but I don't, I'm not sure. I don't I think know. So. I'm not sure. Maybe. Uh, and then the other one was the was a, a New England IPA, double IPA, which was called Do Not Open Until 1985, which was an absolutely juicy banger. Superb beer. With about Superb. six different hops. Yeah. So if you couldn't get it one hop, you could certainly get one of the other five. So it was real, real hoppy. Um, yeah, it was a fantastic day. And so we <clears throat> we also had a little look at the new tap room as well at... Um, Oh, pressure drop. Pressure drop um, next door, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So had a little walk when the, obviously the toilets went down. Um, pressure drops toilets. I walked across. <laughs> I shouldn't say it. Yeah. I walked across, had a little look in, used the facilities there, um, came back out. But looks a lovely space, and I think I'd love to go back there and spend a bit more time. And oh. just doing a liquid transfer from one brewery to another. <laughs> think of it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Passing some water across. Yeah. But, uh, uh, it was a great day so weather was fantastic for a change and we've had some shocking weather but it was beautiful sunny day Mm -hmm. Um, drinking beer with some good people and yeah good times good stuff good stuff and also good event on don't I also on the on the home brewing side I know Simon's mentioned that did beer torrent I've got back into the home brewing world Uh, brewed a pale ale on a one gallon kit last week and um, yeah 
So we'll have to do a tasting of that at some point. Yeah, we'll book that in for a future podcast. Still brewing. Uh, still brewing is the still, name of the... Still brewing, yeah. And we are still brewing. Yeah. Check us on Untapped. Yeah, but, um, good stuff. But yeah, so yeah, it's been a busy, busy couple of weeks. Good, good. And then I think that the most recent thing that we've sort of, a uh, couple of us have been to, obviously, um, Warwick Real Ale. Uh, local bottle shop they did a tap takeover with Twisted Barrel yeah um, and Richie head brewer from Twisted Barrel came along had a, a night of uh, drinking their beers on the on the four taps uh, they've got four keg lines tap takeover there yeah yeah and, and some cans as well cans. Uh, yes absolutely yeah. some cans as well so we got chance to try a variety of uh, and we got beers. a preview of our first beer as well the wrapped in Simcoe yes that's right yeah uh, that was before I think it had gone on sale really anywhere as well actually Fresh, so, fresh yeah. ass. So great to drink some of their um, less core range type beers they had. And then, you know, for each beer, say Richie was there and explained each one as we went. And uh, it was uh, a yeah, great night. Great Real night, yeah, definitely. So um, one to kind of watch out for at Warwick Real Out, putting on uh, future Meet the Brewer type events. So yeah, keep them peeled, as they say. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, right, I guess. Um, Are we having another beer? I think it's time for another beer, actually. Should we? I mean, do I kind of spoil it by saying this is probably the best beer I'll have this year? Or so, well, it's certainly one of the best I've had so far. It's, it's, it's astonishing. It's a couple of collaboration between Wyland and Yeasty Boys. So it's W times Y cubed, uh, little three. So it's the third brew that they've done together or released. Uh, and it's got Nelson Sovin, Kohatu or Wakatu and Galaxy in it. And it is an amazing, an amazing beer. I mean, that, that's, that's Merc. Like, I think the Raps and Simcoe is kind of haze for days. This is like Merc for months. I wish I had... It's murky as hell. The aroma is absolutely... This aroma is one of the best. I mean, it reminds me, as I say, Putty was another totally up there beer. This is right up there. And this is right up there with Putty for me. This is right up there. I've been loving Wild and Beers lately. The, The... What was it? Room 237, Remember 430. The 4533 Dipper was amazing. This knocks it up another notch. So this is like an interesting type of brew because I mean it's not your traditional American hops it's a it's a it's Quite. Southern Hemisphere hops so it's it is um, Nelson Sovin Wakatu and Galaxy so just massive massive like think, gooseberry yeah, white wine grape um, it's the white wine that I'm sort of picking up on the nose yeah but the aroma let, let's dig into this one guys cheers yeah, cheers okay, all yeah. cheers <laughs> man that is absolutely off the charts. <laughs> what? That is so good. Yeah, it's um, it's just <laughs> silly, silly. Good. Oh, and it keeps on, it keeps on giving the flavours. Keep it, on. Once you, it's got a little bit of a dry finish, so it, it does dry, make you, isn't it? Yeah, it does make you want to go back for that extra kind yeah. of glug, really. But it's it's complex. Mm. No, it is. I don't know whether it's because it's got a right old, uh, you know, kaleidoscope kind of of hops in there. You know, it's it's. Um, so there's a lot of different layers to it. Mm. It's uh, it's just a really perfect blend of of hops and malt and yeah, it's perfect. That is top craft. That is. Were you, well, were you, get, yeah. are you, are you getting any of that kind of like white wine? Yeah. kind of. Thing? Yes, I am. Yeah, exactly yeah, that. It's yeah, really yeah, good. I'm getting the white wine. Yeah. And then maybe maybe a little bit of pineapple. I don't know. Maybe. It's it's complex. You you need it's to complex, spend a lot of time yeah. with this to kind of you know dissect it and, and you, you would probably need several cans I think to kind of study this to the depth shame <laughs> there is such research. small supply yeah for research purposes yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, we think that this is probably the last can in our local shop, so we may not see this beer again, which is a little bit pretty, sad. It's tragic. It is really sad. But then we didn't know about this combination before, so this is the third one. There's two previous ones they've done, which I didn't even know about. So it's, we've, we've missed out on. I'm, I'm glad to have got this. So you, so you mentioned the Room 237, is it the reference to the shiny? So that's but, it. What did you think? How do you rate that? Oh, it's a different. This this is another level. This another is level this is another level up. Um, I mean, obviously, we're up in the ABV. We're up to seven percent on the ABV on this one. Whereas yeah. I think room two three seven is a pale ale, five something percent. Round that, that sounds about right. Actually, yeah, yeah. a little bit more sessionable, but but this is dangerously again. Keep saying it, but drinkable, very seven. very drinkable beer. Percent, percent, uh, yeah, but I think again, Wylam have been doing some great stuff, and I've mm. I've kind of not really tried that much of their stuff. I've tried the Jake Head, which is oh, great beer, beautiful, um, beer, yeah. but not a, a massive but amount. This is like up there with. I mean, I've only ever tried one Treehouse beer. Mm. I got very lucky to share a can of Treehouse Haze, which is in purpley can. Um, yeah, similar shape. Not I know it's a tree. The Haze is a double IPA and. Is this a, this is a double? Is it? No, it's an well, IPA. XP IPA. It's not far from double IPA. It's seven. Yeah. But for me, it's it's that's really close to that treehouse kind of like low bitterness, fr- just real fruity, mm. effervescent beer. It's just incredible, really. Uh, yeah, I mean the tasting notes from from Untapped say uh, you know uh, tropical pineapple toxins smothered in an oaty, claggy stickiness. Um, mm, okay. I think that's. I don't get the stickiness, but I know what they mean. With I don't. The yeah, it's not. But it's not cloying. It's not like. No, 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 no. Sometimes no. you get that with some of the bigger Napa, the New England mm. IPAs. You do get that kind of like, yeah. yeah as they said, they're claggy in, but it's not at all. It's it's, it's relatively clean actually. Quite clean it's finish actually. Yeah, although yeah, it's yeah. slightly dry, it's it's very clean. Yeah, I get the the dryness as well. I, I just. But I think that might be from like the Nelson hops, maybe the dryness, mm. maybe. But I don't know. It's just. I don't know whether that's just actually the the malt bill or whether that's just my weird taste bud, but I just know it's a great beer. (laughs) Amen. It's it's a great beer. So obviously a collaboration between Wyland and Yeasty Boys. Um, I'm assuming that because Yeasty Boys are contract brew, that this must have been brewed up at Wyland. Um, So I'm not quite sure who went up to brew it, whether it was Stu or whether it was their new head brewer, JK, who uh, Yeasty Boys have now... uh, Swiped in the uh, brewery transfer market uh, from from <laughs> from Marble because uh, he was there for some time and brought in a lot of uh, innovation and, and great stuff to Marble. Uh, so yeah, he's he's mm. now with Yeasty Boys. So um, not quite sure who actually went up and did the the actual collab brewery itself, but whoever went up there and created this, they were doing damn good stuff. Well, you know? Keep on saying we need to go up to Wylam. <laughs> so Definitely we'll, a j- journey well have, worth making. I'll have a chat with them and say, right, who did that? <laughs> Who did that? Well, I want them as my personal brewmaster. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, grab this beer while you can because it's stunning. And, and it's going to sell. Please it's going to go. Please fresh. Please drink it fresh. I love that it says best before, you know, drink it. Best before 1st of August. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the most criminal thing in the world to age that beer in, oh. in any way. You'll find it. You'll find it something like in October. You'll be going to a shop somewhere. Somewhere. Town, you somewhere and you'll, see, you'll see six on the shelf and you go, what are you doing? <laughs> That needs to be drunk now. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, stunning beer. Great job, guys. Great. Yep, job. indeed, absolutely. It's it's um, 
one of the best beers of the year so far. I know we're not far into the year now, but... Well, this is it. I've, I've been rating quite a lot of beers highly so far. I'm kind of worried that... <laughs> That's a surprise. <laughs> but I've been drinking a lot of great beers. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we, we are spoiled at the moment, what we're getting. Yeah. That's not, this is no exception. Well, wait till you try the next one as well, then. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's um, <clears throat> move on and... Um, discuss something that has been really prevalent at the moment crowdfunding um Ka-ching. yeah uh obviously huge news at the moment because um we have got northern monk have just launched their campaign just a few days ago uh obviously one of the the bigger names in craft um and so they smashed it in and they time. smashed well, how many days they smashed that in Oh, wasn't it pretty pretty quick? They got it was pretty quick, a couple of days, I think. Yeah, one hundred and thirty-one percent. Now, now, now overfunding. Is they're it overfunding with the target of one million, and they're currently at about one hundred and fifty-eight, one hundred and sixty percent towards yeah, that. So it's um, incredible. Uh, that's no but, surprise because they produce some amazing exactly, beers. Exactly, there's a lot of love amongst uh, that, that's, people that like good beer for, for Northern Monk. It does seem that having looked at it and you know had considered it, I definitely thought that funding campaign was more about like you said more of a an investment in terms of like what you get as a return as opposed to beery kind of benefits yeah like the wild beer one yeah yeah. it was more about you get you get a card you get a discount in the Mm. shop you get an investor beer and all that kind of stuff whereas this is much seems much more of a a venture if that makes sense yeah i think i think you know there's there's a big drive towards it actually you're, you're buying some equity in the brewery is that what, really? they're, what they're trying to do and what's the actual aim because i didn't really know much about it because they've, they've got the refectory are they trying expanding it or yeah i think they are yes what they're looking at doing is expanding their production capacity um and then the thing. news that's sort of interesting a lot of people is and they said they would only do this if they if they hit target which of course they have done now is open bars in manchester and london Mm-hmm. Um, not Birmingham yet no, not yet come on you know it's it's Birmingham dear Northern you know. Monk if you get 200% can we have a Birmingham bar we need a Birmingham bar <laughs> please if we all invest maybe they're, they're, they're uh, Manchester it. and London are easy to get to so we can yeah Bermondsey please Bermondsey who knows who knows Tottenham Hale way. so yeah so um so that's what they're looking at doing I think they'll have no problem whatsoever in hitting target um and so yeah that's that's good but obviously closer to home um, Glasshouse Brewery in Yay. Birmingham boom um, yeah. Kinsey um, Kinsey Massive, Massive. Oh. yeah yeah Whoa. Josh of Glasshouse has got his new premises sorted out in um, Sturgeley Sturgeley Sturgeley. Sturgeley. yeah so it's, it's sort of in between if I remember rightly in between Cartridge and Sturgeley Wines yeah just close to that where the bridge is isn't it yeah and so wasn't the aim that he wants to get a Birmingham mile up that way yeah sure pretty much that. which to be quite honest if you visit Sturgeley Wines then Cottridge Wines and, the and Wildcat then Wildcat Tap and well there's Wildcat Tap as well and then when, when uh, Glasshouse open you, you're going to have quite a few places to go in that and Birmingham Bur- and Birmingham Brewing Company as well right is that paper right? duck up that way or are they no, no, that's further out Harbour. further down yeah, yeah. yeah. okay um, so <laughs> bit of a track. I'm just trying to think. Yeah. You, can get, you can get an Uber. It's not too not not that close, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, so basically, I think he's already got his brew kit sorted. But this is basically crowdfunding to raise some money get to the tap get the taproom yeah. up and running and all the kit needed and all that sort of thing. So uh, that's already going well. Um, and they're already. I think they've only been going five days, and there's 62 percent. Brilliant. the way there which is fantastic which, which is which is brilliant so, so a lot of love for that brewery absolutely. let's get that last 38% 
Absolutely, because the the, the, the frustrating on. thing with Glasshouse is they've only been producing stuff in Keg, which doesn't yeah. really make it over this neck of the woods, no. even though we're not that far mm. from Brom, and they've done nothing in small packs so far, so you can't buy cans, bottles, or anything like that of theirs, which is... But Josh, is will, Josh will be canning, though. He will be when, when they get up and running, which is fantastic news. Um, and did hear that the, the new dipper they've got with... Um, Daya, uh, Momentary Bliss. Mm-hmm. I think they were thinking of canning that one as well from what right, Yeah, because he went down yeah. to Daya and, and brewed that with them uh, a while back, didn't he? And that's now available. And not, so. unfortunately not had the pleasure of that beer yet. Yeah, neither, but, no, but... Uh, we'll uh, seek it out at some point. Yeah. Get so, down in the wolf or something like that, please. And we'll I'm sure. Yeah. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's all good stuff on a, on a local level. Um, obviously, another crowdfunder that's happened recently has been... Um, left handed Giant. Left-handed giant are also crowdfunding at the moment. So what's the deal with that one then? Is that um, looks to be very similar to uh, Northern Monk in as much as you're you're buying actual equity, you're buying shares, that sort of thing. Theory benefits. Uh, there are some. I haven't looked into it in too great a detail. They're down in Bristol, so it's not somewhere that I would probably go that regularly. Um, it's not the easiest to get to, is it really? Not for us. Not for, for us. It's not too no. bad from New Street. There's a direct train from yeah, New yeah, Street. Yeah, you've got to get to New Street first. Uh, again, but it's not too. It's not too <laughs> bad. Two trains. It's two trains. I've, I've done it. I've done it before. So Whereas yeah, London is one. This yeah. is true. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. It's half. The, yeah. It's twice the time to to go to Bristol than London. It's train thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're they're doing good stuff. Um, they were a um, a sort of cuckoo brewery or whatever, but they've already got their own brewery sorted out in the I think the northern part of Bristol, and it's the same uh, people who own Small Bar, who oh, have a Small cool. Bar in Bristol and King in Street. Cardiff. King Street. Uh, yeah, King I think Street. so. Yeah, I've yeah. uh, been in there. Great place. It's great. Really good. Well, they produce some great beers. I've really enjoyed some of the LHT stuff. Yeah. Did you try the Arc? I've had I've beer. had several of them in the past week. It's a nice. It's beer. great. Very yeah. smashable. Very drinkable. Yeah. Lovely. So, um, so they're crowdfunding too, and I think they're they're doing pretty well as well. So you got that, and then obviously you got Verdant, who are doing their crowdfunding oh. to open a tap room and seafood restaurant seafood. in Falmouth, down in Cornwall. So, um, and I think they have they funded yet? Yeah, they, they have. They yeah. must have done. So yeah, um, they were pretty they close, were so to close it last, last time. Yeah. 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 So obviously it's a hot topic. And obviously we you know, a bit further back as Wild Beer Co, um, which they they again smashed the target pretty quickly. I think that was more about a beery kind of beery perks rather than well you were buying genuine equity though with them you know that's right Um, and this is the difference to kind of look into if people not that this podcast is anything to do with kind of financial advice whatsoever Um, (laughs) good disclaimer good disclaimer yeah absolutely Um, just throwing it just saying just just hashtag just saying yeah but obviously you know these things they're all kind of different kind of things you've got to read the small print you know because um Obviously, funding funding the uh, the Glasshouse one, you're not actually getting an equity, but you are getting several seriously good perks. You're getting more than what you put in on. Absolutely, you're getting more than what you put in. You know, a bit like the beer merchants one, which was uh, very much sold on the premise that you put in fifty quid and you get hundred pounds worth of bar vouchers. Yeah, which. Who's going to say no to that? <laughs> Quiet. Yeah. Double your money. Do you yeah. like beer? Would you like more beer for yeah. your money? There you go. Two so, yeah, um, but it's, it's obviously really prevalent and it's hugely successful in the most part. Um, there's been a couple of cases I've read about where they haven't quite hit target. Um, there's a brewery down in London, I think, which I can't remember their name, so I'm not going to kind of mention them, which I'd rather not do anyway, but it hasn't always been go totally on. successful. <laughs> no, I can't remember who it was. Um, <laughs> 
So, you know, but it's it's good to see. Obviously, the big names, Northern Monk, they were going to be hugely oh, successful this, weren't they? You see how um, quickly their beers sell out. Yeah, the there's, there's a huge amount of love for them as a brewery. They're, they're just brewing some amazing beers. Yep. Um, people love the refectory and, and all of the facilities that they've got there. So the prospect of them opening a couple of bars in London and Manchester is... is um, so it's is a no-brainer for them, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Hop City's only two weeks away, I'm just... Throwing that out there. I know. It's my it's ticket. Like three weeks. It's my ticket up there. Well, it's a month actually for me. It's the thirty first I'm going up on. Right. So, yes. Yeah. But you're going up a bit before me. So. I am indeed. You're volunteering. It's just good. Doing a bit of work. Working for my beer. Absolutely. So what? How so. does that work actually with with the volunteering thing? Then you do a shift there, and then you get some time after you finish shift to drink. Yeah, I think the plan the plan is like obviously you volunteer for a session, pour the beers, help out, and then you get access to a free to a session. Yeah. Know, free of charge um, you get yeah. some beer tokens and you get some food vouchers I think and a t-shirt and yeah yes and so it works out mingle good, with then. the brewers and yeah kind of a craft beer geeks kind of dream yeah, dream, yeah. 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 So, I'm looking forward to going up and seeing you there as well yeah. when we do that because I've not been yeah. to Leeds for quite a while I'm from up that neck of the woods but it'd be oh, good to see I'd, I'd never thought that never yeah. guessed never <laughs> guessed but it'd be good to see from what I hear all the different the places in the centre now what they've done with it yeah there's a ton of places yeah absolutely worth visiting you know if it's Bundaburst if it's um, Little Leeds Beer House you know there's so many good places now yeah um, but also, yeah. you went to Sheffield before uh, last year didn't you you had a good time up there for the uh, yes went the to Crimbo Crawl, crawl with, it. um, it's okay to mention other podcasts Beer O'Clock Show Hobbinians <laughs> Um, <laughs> they're good guys they're good guys um, yeah they, they do a yearly uh, Crimbo Crawl and um, yeah we went to Sheffield yeah. which um which was a great experience as well. There's a lot of good stuff in, in Sheffield. A bit more trad than Leeds, um, okay. but equally what I found there was that um, a lot of the pubs, they're like traditional pubs, but they are expanding their horizons. And you walk in, you think, oh, it's a traditional pub, load of hand pumps. And it's like, oh, wow, there's a load of keg lines as well. And they're really diversifying to satisfy both sectors of the market, really, of the trad guys that want a pint of, you know, something yeah. typically you know, bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the, the, the crafterati. And that's how wanting, it should wanting be. Wanting a, a the, sour selection. The malt heads and the hop heads. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, and so that was an interesting kind of viewpoint uh, doing a crawl around Sheffield. So, um, so yeah. And you've, you've been a Magic Rob before, haven't you? But you yeah, haven't. been a few times. times. No. no. I mean, I think that's, that is right up there. I mean, I think we did discuss it on the previous yeah. podcast. But then, so, but then, that's another place to go to if you've not been, definitely. Do yeah. yeah, absolutely. For, for, Western yeah. South Yorkshire places to go to. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So in terms of crowdfunding, obviously it looks like being the future. And um, I think, do, do we think there's anybody else that would look to crowdfund? What, what are the it's names? Hard to, it's hard to know, really. I think you, you're going to get up and coming breweries that are, that are going to rely more on more heavily on that side of things to get up and running. But mm. whether we see a bit more of expansion like Northern Monk or... Yeah, it's hard to say. I think we might see a bit of both. I think I think it's definitely we're going to see more of it. Well, just, when you when you see Northern Monk and LHG smashing their targets yeah. in in hours, it might just wake up a few of the others to say, "Well, actually, yeah. we could actually do something similar." Obviously, like, there's an elephant in the room here. Nobody daring to mention Brewdog. Um, <laughs> sorry, who? Um, who? <laughs> you know, I think you might have heard them. What's that? That pink IPA. I think I've had P- pink IPA before. Pink IPA. Uh, yeah, that they do. Um, yeah, super, Never su- super fashionable to knock them, but you know they're they're on their what, fifth round now. Have you, have you 
Are you, are you in? You invested? You were punk? Yeah, I invested with EFP too, yeah. Um, but I haven't you, invested you, in the last you, couple of You are of officially punk? Uh, yeah, I'm officially punk. I've got a certificate to prove it. Mm. So, you know, Shit. there you go. You, you join the dark side. Aside, aside from... Uh, <laughs> have, you, have you claimed one of your one million pints that they're going to... One million punk IPAs was I'd it? I'd small print on that one. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> just yeah. an email address. So, I think. So punk, punk is now officially in Spoonies. There you go. Do you know, I quite like punk. Punk's fine. It's great. I Shall like I tell punk. you what? The other week, Not when right. I was stranded in a hungry horse pub, and they yeah, about five minutes and, walk from yeah, where I live, and they had punk on tap. It was a lifesaver because yeah, the alternative yeah. was Green King IPA. Just saying. Well, if you like Green so King, knocking but not knocking Green King, just anything like that. But I, I agree. I went to a music festival in Manchester last year, uh, lots of different venues, and went to, and you couldn't get a good drink in many of them. And mm. went to one, and boom, there it was. Had it, loved it. This is really it. It's becoming it. a distressed purchase, isn't it? Alongside Guinness, but it's you not, know, not a bad, going it's somewhere. Not a bad, it's not a bad. Place. No, 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 absolutely, no, no, no. It's, it's not quite the levels we're talking about earlier. Well, with Crystal Barrel and your, your Wildlands and your Cloud Wars, it's not there, but it's good. Yeah, but do you know what? Three years ago, you'd have drunk punk and it would have blown your mind. Oh, well, it did. Let's, let's uh, face dead, it. Dead, dead, moved on. dead pony club. Interesting question I've kind of thought is now that they've got punk on tap in, in Weatherspoons, yeah. it's now much more available. Do you think they're going to make any cutbacks on like the recipe? Like, no. Hot I, ingredients? They don't describe me as that kind of... No, I don't think they would do that. They you don't really so, right? Yeah, I, they don't. don't know. Know. But you're making me regret giving away my Weatherspoons vouchers for the camera now because <laughs> knowing that's on, it's, it's quite... I live literally what fifty yards from the Weatherspoons. I could throw this can as far as where you, you know, oh, to, to Weatherspoons. Um, please don't throw cans at Weatherspoons. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you'll get more. You know, even as much as I'd like to, please don't throw cans at Weatherspoons. Are we going for um, another beer? Oh, I think it's time for another beer. <laughs> yeah, that that didn't last very long. That one did it. No. Right. So we are now on to the third beer, which is a Twisted Barrel again, local brewery. Um, we had obviously the Raps and Simcoe earlier. We've now got a beer called Be Back Before Dawn, which is an Imperial Double Pale Ale, um, coming in at 9% ABV, brewed as a West Coast style interpretation. Mm. And we're just pouring it out at the moment, um, expecting it to be a bit darker, which it which is. is. Yeah. It's quite Ooh. a brown, kind nice. of orangey. I've got the uh, the bottom bit with the yeah. It's do you know what? It's interesting. Obviously, West Coast style because you quite can actually clear. see through it. Yeah, quite clear. Slight haze. Oh, but that could just slight be slight haze. God, again, a wonderful smell. Yeah, let's, let's get on the aroma. Oh wow! Yeah, that is superb. Um, orange, orange, a bit of orange on the. Yeah, it's now. quite yeah, orangey. It is. Yeah. Definitely a bit of orange. Now, I, now I'll, I'll confess, I had this uh, two days ago, and I was the way I got it was it's an intense. West Coast style, and it's I got it's very piney, quite floral. As you, but I, I got you said it floral, was, I got yeah. very floral notes on yeah. this. Yeah. What do you think? A little it's bit it's very flower. Yeah, it's, it's like walking into a botanical garden. So let's let's, uh, let's dig into this one, mm. guys. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Yeah, all. cheers. Oh, you want that? <laughs> cheers. Mmm. Okay. style. Too it's different. Style, isn't it? It's different. It's not got the rasping bitterness I was maybe oh. expecting. But it has got bitterness. It's, it's certainly compared right to on the, the back. New England style. Right yeah. on the back. It comes in late on the back. It's almost a bit of a... It tastes a bit of a hybrid. It's like almost somewhere in between the West Coast and probably somewhere, you know... I don't know. I was trying to think what's in the middle of the US, but... Well, again, I still get sort of flowers on the taste. I was talking like rose and lavender. I get rose on that now. With that... 
it's drinking definitely not drinking nine percent ABV, which is no, it's, it's hiding the alcohol quite well. Um, and it's not thick at all, mouthfeel wise. No, not thick at all. It's a hint, but it's not. But is that is that a good thing or a bad thing? Is a nine percent beer? Do you expect it to have you know be full bodied and, and yeah, usually yeah yeah. So yeah, I normally like some indication that it is a high high ABV beer. You do get yeah. that with this. You know, there's it's quite a big malt presence. Yeah. In 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 its sort of because you'll you normally take you'll take a bit longer. You won't mm. smash it. Whereas, but then the bitterness, the the, bit, the late bitterness that comes in, like. But yeah, I think for it to be really true to style, I expect a little bit more bitterness on it. Yeah, this isn't bitter like um, Buxton Axe Edge is no. is like super. So that's bitter. too full on for me. That and that is too bitter for me. I tried it recently for the first mm. time in ages, and it was too bitter. And that's only what Whereas, six and a half. It's quite yeah. But like I'm, I'm talking about beers that like you know double IPA West Coast style beer that gets released every year by Magic Rock Human Cannibal mm. that for me is like t- typical West Coast yeah. you know bitterness pininess whereas this is kind of like don't get me wrong it's a lovely beer but it's not the same bitterness that you might expect no I agree we had some what was it Alpine the duet and mm. they're sort of they were proper full on piney they're, they're American they bitter, I know but, but, yeah, yeah. but that's what you expect from but yeah this is, this is a very very drinkable beer this is um, Cov Dipper really nice <laughs> Yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice. I do want to know if there's any Buffy references here with the key and back before well, dawn. The title is apparently inspired by Buffy the well, Vampire Well, there you go. So, season five, Michelle Trachtenberg appears, and she is the key. Right. Okay. Uh, she's the key to defeating the evil goddess Harmony. I think it's Harmony. I think her name. I have to admit, complete uh, lack of knowledge. Of I did like. The, um, I, I, I did like Buffy. Buffy. Yeah, this so. is a pretty cool, cool can design. I'm, I am yeah, as soon as I saw this online, the artwork mm. I thought was super cool. Yeah, I am liking these like silver cans with the wrap around it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. And the, the information is consistent on the back as well in the sort of style. Yeah, the so thing. Yeah, I'd like to see. Yeah, a bit more like transparency on the ingredients. I'd like to what see the hot, yeah, 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 the hot bill and yeah. Well, that's what obviously again. Wraps in Simcoe, fairly obvious. Obviously, yeah. what's in it, but yeah, I'd like to see what hops are in that. To be honest, but. Yeah, I wonder whether or not it's kind of like, you know, if, if they do a second batch or something like yeah. that. It's so it's like, well, we've still got the artwork there. We don't need to kind of tweak the artwork. I don't know. I'm just guessing on that one. But, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Some brewers, um, you've still got a Cloudwater can there, haven't you? I have, yeah. So and, a, um, well, they actually specify what the yeast, the hops, the bittering hops, the aroma hops, etc. the malts. It's really good. I love that information. Yeah, yeah. Well, it helps you learn a little bit about what you're drinking, doesn't it, really? You, you're going, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think the whole thing, you know, when people are on their beer journey is trying to kind of learn the hot characteristics. Right. And, and, you know, wh- because when you get a good beer then and it ticks all the boxes for you, you're like, right, I want to know what's making it taste yeah. like this I'm so that I can find other beers that are like this, you know. I think that's why I've loved, <clears throat> like, kernel beers for so long is, like, is the malt bill is always really consistent and... Mm. And you know that the flavour that you're getting is guaranteed going to be from the hop. Yeah. And you can distinguish much much more easily. So yeah. definitely if you wanted to try different hops and what they are about, try any of the Colonel's beers and you'll get a real good mm-hmm. I think that's the, the way where, you know, like when people do single hop series is a great way of, of doing Because, you know, the only difference to the recipe is going to be the hop. Yeah. You know, and so it's it's a great way of kind of going, Oh yeah, I love that hop, no, I hate that hop and, and learning, you know, it's it's helping you to differentiate, you know, what makes the beers that you like because everybody's taste is so, you know, But you're, you're you're a key. 
point of this, you, you've done this, but is it, is it the one, you, is it Equinot you don't like, or is it the Galaxy? There's a certain type of... The, Equinot I like. The, the onion yeah. brush beers, a savoury kind of beer. Yeah, and which I haven't kind of totally nailed down. Which what, is what, what we need to sort of nail down what it is, but it's yeah. particular... Um, but I, I actually was proud of myself a couple of weeks ago when I didn't actually read the label and had a beer and went, that's, that's, I'm sure that's Simcoe and Mosaic. And it bloody was. So yeah. you start to get, fair, like, get an uh, idea. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, this one, like not getting any of the allium like, notes, you know, the no. onion savoury mm. stuff, which is which is good. I, it is good because that's for me, is something that really puts me off some yeah. of these. Um, well, some of the Cloudwater beers have, have had a little bit of that, that yeah. shall we say, onion yeah. brush, where yeah. it's yeah. a little bit savoury. Um, but that, I, again, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't mind that, but this is like... But I couldn't nail that down. I mean, that could be... This could, is a very, very clean It could beer. be Galaxy Mosaic. Yeah. I don't know. But it, it, might mix... be, it might be like the traditional West Coast like IPA hops can be like Chinook, Centennial. Well, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Columbus, maybe. That could... Yeah, that's got spicy kind of grapefruit mm. hops. So it may be some of those. Who knows? But then again, I had the Verdun Hoodle this afternoon with... German hops in and it tastes like some of these things as well. So yeah, that was an interesting beer, that. <laughs> yeah, that's a kind of quite low ABV by Virgin is, standards, yeah. isn't it? I only have low ABV in the afternoon time and I'm not going to go crazy. Or, you know. <laughs> You're on nanny stuff. 9% on Sunday <laughs> There you go. That's how we roll. That's how we roll, indeed. Drinking local beers for local people. Absolutely. So wow. it's a it's hit on this. I think it's a hit. I love that. I like it. Yeah. I definitely like it. I just don't know whether it's true to style maybe that's I prefer the, I, I prefer prefer the be honest, yeah the wrapped in range is totally doing it yeah, for me yeah. whereas this this is and that's more down to style rather yeah, than, yeah. Than, than, than the actual beer itself you know like the wrapped in isn't just nailing a style yeah whereas this is different yeah um, but just maybe not what I expected I think the wrapped in is for me what I like about that is the juiciness of it mm-hmm. and I like the thick mouth feel of it. Yeah. It is something that, you know, and again everybody's got a personal preference for beers, but that mm. that is absolutely ticking all the boxes for me. This this is a great beer, but for me personally, I prefer the wrapped in. Definitely. Barrel age this in some white wine barrels, please. Mm, mm, maybe, maybe, maybe get some Chardonnay yeah. and, not, and Sauvignon Blanc barrels six months or so let's try that maybe you should pitch that to Richie yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rich and Carl if you ever listen to this please do that yeah <laughs> there you go so a thumbs up then a thumbs up definitely really. yeah. um, pretty good pretty good beer selection all in all yeah well we've had three great beers haven't we today really I've, I've had, uh, I've and you know what it's, it's hard to kind of separate them out because they are all pretty much kind of great in the yeah. right yeah yeah totally um, obviously two local brews one from Wylam which is obviously not long long quite away. not quite so local yeah um, but it just shows what's happening in beer at the moment is is some just amazing mm. it's exciting it's really stuff. Exciting. it is absolutely that's so, why we're um, doing what we're doing there. exactly it's nothing better than opening a can of something like that while I want to just go and just I was so excited about it yeah it's actually a beer that you can always laugh at like how how good it is yeah. you know, it's just yeah. silly good so uh, yeah. so yeah I think a pretty successful uh, tasting mm. uh, uh, good selections uh, this time around so yeah so that's pretty much our final thoughts on beers uh, they're, they're pretty all damn good mm-hmm. um, my personal preference I think would be for the wrapped in Simcoe I don't know what, what you guys think your yeah I, the, I, I think my favourite favourite's the Wylam yeah. for me yeah. it's, it's just slightly standing up yeah. above and then Wrapped in Simcoe, not that far behind, really. Yeah. yeah. And then the West Coast Dipper, not again, not that far behind Wrapped in Simcoe. Yeah. So they're all very high, but there's just a slight, yeah, you know, difference between them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed. Which is, yeah. But Good again, stuff. 
good stuff. Real good beers. Yeah. Okay, well, that, that pretty much kind of wraps it up, really, for, for this episode. Um, just like to thank everybody that's listened to the previous ones and to this one. Um, as I said earlier, you know, if you want to subscribe via iTunes or uh, whatever else you use for um, Android platform and stuff, we are on Stitcher and TuneIn Radio as well, if those are platforms that you use. Okay. And um, obviously, if, you, if you're using iTunes, if you could leave us a review, like a couple of people have done, that would be much appreciated. It, it helps with our ratings yeah, in, in iTunes, definitely. so we can kind of climb the podcast charts. But um, even if it's a bad review... No, we don't want any don't of those. Want any no, 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 no. Only good well, reviews. Yeah. Only good reviews. Feedback, constructive feedback. Yeah. Uh, and as I said earlier, we're on Twitter at beers underscore frontiers. So if there's anything you want us to cover in future, can they DM give us a shout? Uh, yeah, they can DM us. Yeah, as well. Uh, we're also on email for. It's kind of a little bit old fashioned now, but what? you know. We've got email. Yeah, beerswithoutfrontiers <laughs> at gmail.com. Of course. So Sweet. those people using the email kind of sort of thing. And we're on Instagram as well at. Beers Without Frontiers. Uh, not much on there yet, but there will be. So um, and you can fax yeah. us when the weather, yeah. when the weather uh, gets fax, better. Yeah, fax <laughs> us. And uh, I'm not quite sure on the best postal address. 081. Pages. Yeah, pages. <laughs> yeah, with your BT Selmat page. Um, Let's do this so, again. So, yeah. so that's got that all, all the contactable information covered. So um, once again, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon see for you next the next time. episode. Cheers. 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 Typical of me, empty glass. <laughs> empty time. Finish first. Empty time. <laughs>